You're listening to Sober Culture, a podcast designed to help you change your relationship to alcohol and to normalize the conversation around sobriety. Whether you're sober curious, sober sober, or still just trying to figure it out, welcome to the show. I'm Logan, your host. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Sober Culture. Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about socializing without booze. And the reason being is because I see this come up over and over again. People ask me, how do you have fun without alcohol? How can you go out with your friends and not drink and still have a good time? I get so nervous whenever I'm around people without booze. And for me, I struggled with this so much in the beginning of trying to change my relationship to alcohol. I really just tried to avoid socializing. It felt very uncomfortable for me. And I think that that's pretty common and it's to be expected and not something that you should shy away from. Um, But I do wanna give you some really useful tips that are gonna help you overcome this. And before you know it, you're gonna be back to being the social butterfly that you once were, just minus the shots of tequila. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Whenever I first started trying to change my relationship to alcohol, I just avoided socializing because it made me super uncomfortable. I was very self-conscious and it was the most triggering situation for me in the beginning. Like I did not know how to be around people. I didn't know how to engage with people. I felt just very shy. And so what I would do is I would just avoid it. And the weekends would come or, you know, I'd get invited to do something and I would make up excuses and I would just like try to just be by myself because I felt very secure with my decision not to drink as long as I was alone. It was whenever I got around other people that I really felt a lot weaker in my resolve to change my drinking habit. And so I think that this is really common in the beginning of whenever you take booze out of the picture, it's really can be difficult for people to socialize and be around people, but you can't hide away forever and you can't just isolate because we're human beings and we are literally designed for connection. So you can't be hiding out in your room every weekend because it's not going to work. And eventually you're going to realize this is not sustainable like I did. And you're going to have to learn how to socialize without alcohol. And I want to be your little voice of hope here. You can have a great, thriving, vibrant social life, even if the people in your life still choose to partake in it. Most of my friends still drink. I Now I'm at a point where I'm comfortable going out with people and having my club soda with orange. Like it doesn't bother me at all. I still do all the same things that I used to do. I'm just not drinking. And for a very long time, I thought that there were things I wasn't going to be able to do. I thought that I wasn't going to be able to have as much fun. Like a big part of me just thought that, well, this is it. Like I can't get wasted anymore. So that means that like my social life is just going to get a lot more dull. And that's just not true. Like now looking around at my social life, like I still do all the fun things. 
And the conceptions that I had about what my life was going to look like without booze were just wrong. So if you find that you are isolating and you're trying to avoid socializing, this is not a good long-term tactic. And I want to give you some tips on how you can overcome this and just some things that have helped me to thrive in socializing without booze. Something that I think is important to consider whenever you are feeling self-conscious and you're feeling maybe uncertain of yourself in social situations is to remember that this is very, very human of you. We have evolved to be a part of the tribe. We, at one point in time, relied on group approval and acceptance in order to survive. So we develop mechanisms that make us self-conscious, that care about what other people think, and that make us want to be liked and accepted. It makes sense why, as social creatures, we are cognizant and conscious of how other people perceive us, okay? So this is not something that you should run away from or fight. And yes, like I've heard people say like, you shouldn't care about what other people think. And yeah, that's true to an extent, but it's also very normal and human of us to care what other people think. Because at one point in time, if the tribe didn't accept you, you weren't going to make it. You weren't going to eat that winner. You weren't going to make it through whatever tough shit our ancestors went through. You really did rely on community. And so we evolved as communal beings. So if you find that you're self-conscious in social situations without alcohol, understanding that everyone experiences this might bring you a little bit of reassurance. You're not the only person that is worried about what other people think and that's worried that what they say is not going to be accepted well or that people aren't going to like their opinions or that, you know, someone's going to judge you or not think highly of you. Those are all very normal fears to have and everyone has them, okay? So if you're experiencing this, just remind yourself, I'm human, everyone goes through this and it's normal. And another thing to keep in mind is if you've been using alcohol for the last five, 10 years to socialize and you've gotten used to relying on that to sort of make you feel less self-aware, to make you more comfortable, to give you a false sense of confidence, if you've been relying on alcohol as sort of a social crutch for a really long time, why should you expect yourself to right away be a social butterfly without it? Like it might take a couple of tries. It might take some practice and there's nothing wrong with that. If we haven't sharpened our social skills in a while and developed this skill without the presence of alcohol, we might not be the best at it right away. And that's okay. There was a point, though, uh, in your life where you didn't need alcohol to socialize because as children, it's not like we were sipping on shots of tequila at the playground making friends. We did this just innately, okay, because it's inside of us to be communal social beings. And if you've been out of practice, that's okay. It might take a little while and take a few tries before this starts to feel comfortable. But I promise you that socializing without alcohol is not always going to be weird and uncomfortable. And I want to give you just some things to think about and some practical tips that are going to help you feel more confident and feel more comfortable socializing without being under the influence. Okay, tip number one is going to be to manage your expectations. Have the expectation that it might be a little weird at first. It might be a little uncomfortable when you first start socializing without alcohol. But keep in mind that it will get easier. You don't have to put 
a whole lot of pressure on yourself. You can take it baby step by baby step. Maybe instead of expecting yourself to spend an entire weekend with all of your friends who are drinking, maybe you just do a little test run and you go meet them out for a few hours and see how it goes and how you feel and then spend some time reflecting on your experience and really evaluating what went well. What are some areas where you could have approved on? What made you uncomfortable? What things were going through your head during that experience? Don't put too much pressure on yourself to be this huge social butterfly that's just going to absolutely crush her social life from the very beginning because that's unrealistic and there's no reason to put that type of pressure on yourself. So number one, appropriately manage your expectations and take it baby step by baby step. Okay, tip number two is going to be to consider what you're going to tell your friends before you get to whatever social situation you're going to be in. I've talked about this in previous episodes, and I think that this is something that just makes it so less stressful and makes you feel more prepared whenever you find yourself in a situation where people maybe ask why you're not drinking or if you deny you know, a cocktail or something is just to have an idea of what you're going to say instead of like stumbling and like trying to come up with something on the spot. It brings me a lot of peace of mind to just have my answer or excuse or whatever just on deck and ready to go. Like, oh, I'm just not drinking tonight. That's a really good one. If you want to avoid the interrogation and the questions is instead of saying like, I'm trying not to drink anymore, just saying, I'm just not drinking tonight. I have an early morning. Like that's a good go-to. Instead of saying like, I never drink because then people will be like, oh, like, how come? What happened? Are you okay? Um, people get very curious because it is a little against the grain to not partake in booze. But how much you tell people is completely up to you and you do not need to feel pressured to give people more information than you're comfortable with. What you want people to know and what you want to share is completely up to you. And I think that you should definitely consider being conscious of who you share with because not everyone's going to be supportive, unfortunately. Some people are going to be kind of judgmental about it just because it might bring attention to their own drinking, which might make them uncomfortable. And a lot of people want to be validated in their own decisions to partake in booze. And sometimes by us not drinking, people become a little bit self-conscious of their own drinking habits. Not that we intend that to be the case, but it's just how a lot of people react. So I've definitely gotten a lot less open with who I share my journey with just because I think that it's my journey and I want to be protective of that. And I just think that not everybody needs to know. However, if you're comfortable telling everyone, more power to you. Another thing that I think is important to keep in mind is if you're uncertain of your goals, like if you're not sure if this is something that you want to do long term, if you're not sure if like sobriety is going to be something that you do, that's okay. It's completely okay to not be completely certain of what your goals are right now. But I definitely, especially in the beginning, whenever I was back and forth, back and forth, I wasn't really sure what my goals were. I would regret telling people like, I'm trying not to drink ever because then if I were to slip up, I would be dealing with my own shame because of that. But then I would, that shame would be magnified by people that were like, oh, I thought that you quit. And of course they didn't mean any like harm by those types of comments. But to me, being on this journey and it being so hard as it is, because at the time I didn't have any support, I didn't have any sort of direction, I was trying to do it all by myself, 
those type of comments really, really, really would cut deep because I was already like beating myself up and like just struggling with everything. So I definitely got a little bit more reserved with who I shared with. And don't get me wrong. I think that accountability can be very, very helpful. So I don't think that you should just not tell anyone. I think that what I mean by this specifically is just be selective with who you share with because you want to make sure that who you're sharing with is going to be a supportive individual and not someone that just doesn't really understand and might unintentionally place judgment and make this whole thing harder for you. So be selective and consider beforehand what you're going to share with people. That way you're prepared and this isn't going to bring you any more unneeded anxiety. If you already know what you're going to say, you can just have it prepared and planned out. And I think that this is going to make the whole social situation that much smoother for you. Okay, tip number three is going to be to remind yourself that you not drinking is not as big of a deal as you think. People are self-absorbed and they are not paying that much attention to you. Whenever I started socializing without alcohol, I really thought that it was going to be like all eyes on me. Everybody's paying attention to what I'm doing. They can tell that I'm awkward. They just are judging me and like so uncomfortable with the fact that I'm not drinking. The reality is no one's paying attention. Everybody is so self-absorbed in their own world. They're not giving a shit whether or not you're drinking. Like I used to think that everybody was just paying so much attention to me. And this just is not the case. It's mostly in your head. And it's okay if you are a little nervous about what people might think. But I think that it's really reassuring to just remind myself like people have their own stuff going on. People are worried about themselves. And yes, initially, whenever you first order a drink with dinner and like it's not alcoholic or, you know, if somebody orders around the shots and you don't partake. Yeah, there might be a little moment there where people are like, oh, like you're not drinking. But beyond that, like most people just don't care. And that was really reassuring because then I could kind of rest assured like no one's paying as much attention to me as I think, even though sometimes I might think so. The world does not revolve around me. So just remember, you not drinking is not that big of a deal and people are not paying that much attention to you. Okay, tip number four is going to be to accept the fact that some of your friendships might change. Whenever you stop using alcohol to socialize and stop partying all the time, it's very natural that you might discover some people that you spend time with are people that you don't have that much in common with. And in fact, they are just drinking buddies. Although the majority of my friendships have remained intact and have stayed the same, even though my friends still drink, there were a few people that I used to spend pretty significant amount of times with that I naturally just grew apart from because Whenever I stopped drinking all the time and just hung out with those people and they still were drinking, I just realized that, you know, we don't really vibe as well as I thought. We don't really have that much in common and not really someone that I'm interested in spending time with anymore. And it has nothing to do with anything negative about these people. It's just a matter of a fact. Like, I grew apart, not really interested in hanging out. Like, it is completely normal to outgrow friendships and to evolve and just be on a different trajectory than some people. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to feel guilty for the nature of certain friendships changing. It's really okay, especially if you're putting distance between you and other people for your well-being and to support the direction that you're trying to go in. I know for a while I struggled with feeling guilty and feeling like I needed to people please in this area. Like, oh, I just feel so bad. Like they invited me to hang out and I really don't want to, but I feel like I'm supposed to or I should. 
try to try your best to not fall into that because putting yourself first is important in this process and to have success along this journey. But also the more time that you spend with people that are not supportive and that you aren't really headed in the same direction, the more time you spend with people like that, the less time that you have for other relationships and other friendships that do benefit you. So be selective with who you spend your time with and be okay with the fact that some of your friendships and relationships are going to change as you go along this process. And that is okay. Socializing without alcohol is made a hundred times easier whenever the people you're socializing with are actually people that you share genuine connection with, that you have things in common with, and go beyond just drinking buddies. The quality of the people that you hang out with can have a huge impact on your experience of socializing. So keep this in mind. And if you find that certain people or people that you need to pull away from, don't feel guilty about that. So to recap, tip number four, your friends might change and that's okay. All right. Tip number five is going to be to lean into vulnerability. And I know that this is way easier said than done. For me, I had a very hard time with this, especially in the beginning of trying to change my drinking because alcohol for a very long time was pretty much the way that I shut off that self-conscious voice in my head and allowed myself to be open and vulnerable with people because alcohol makes you not care what other people think or say, right? It makes you, your inhibitions lower and you're just less self-conscious. And so for me, I was used to using alcohol to be vulnerable. And whenever I no longer had alcohol as my crutch, I had to figure out how to be vulnerable with people because I was terrified. I was terrified that if I was emotionally open with people, that they would judge me, that they wouldn't accept me, that they would have something negative to say. I was terrified of being vulnerable. And it all stemmed from growing up as a kid, not having my emotions validated, not feeling heard, growing up learning that your emotions are things that you keep to yourself and that sharing was not safe. Also that my emotions were inconvenient and they were burdensome on my caregivers. These are all messages that were, I don't ever think intentionally ingrained in me by my parents, but it's just the reality that that is the dysfunctional household that I grew up in. So as an adult, this translated into a lot of social anxiety. And what's a really great cure for social anxiety? Tequila. It doesn't surprise me that I leaned on alcohol so heavily to socialize and to feel connected to other people. And if drinking didn't have as many consequences for my well-being and my health and my just overall happiness, guess what? I probably would keep doing it. But the reality is alcohol is just not worth it for me anymore. It has too many negative side effects. It makes me feel groggy and depressed and anxious. And it really just doesn't add enough value to my life to justify all the negative shit that follows it. So what that meant whenever I decided I've got to change this, I've got to figure out how to address this relationship that I have to alcohol. Whenever I started taking alcohol out of the picture, I had to figure out how to socialize without it. And a big piece of that has been leaning into vulnerability, even though it's scary. Even though I'm afraid that sharing my opinions and Getting vulnerable might result in people not liking me or judging me. I have to do it anyway. Because the flip side of that is that they might really like you and they might really appreciate 
you opening up and sharing. This is how we form human connections. This is how we build our tribe and build our community is by opening up and sharing with other people. And I know that it's terrifying, especially if you suffer from a lot of social anxiety, but you have to start practicing being vulnerable. And I think that the best way to do this is to just take baby steps, share a little bit, open up a little bit. And over time, you'll be more and more comfortable leaning into that vulnerability and it won't feel as scary, especially once you start getting positive feedback from people whenever you are vulnerable and you start really seeing firsthand the types of connections you can make, the more vulnerable you are able to be with people, the more reassuring that is. And it just reinforces the fact that you're cool. People are going to like you. You're going to find the right type of people that you want in your life and the type of people that you connect with. That all is going to happen. You just have to be willing to be open and to give it a chance. So tip number five, lean into vulnerability. All right, tip number six is going to be to try to focus on activity-based socializing that doesn't revolve around drinking. In the very beginning, it can be tempting to just do all of the normal stuff that you're used to doing, like bar hopping with your friends every Friday and Saturday night and just not drink. Don't get me wrong. I definitely still do that. But in the very beginning, it might be a good idea to try to practice sober socializing, doing things that don't revolve around booze. So what I like to do is I like to invite people to go on hikes with me. I like to invite people to go to the park and take a walk, go kick the soccer ball. Let's go check out this new farmer's market. I like to do activities that are social, but don't revolve heavily on drinking. And this is especially true in the beginning because everything's new. It's a lot harder. You don't have the confidence in your ability to turn down drinks yet. So set yourself up for success. Invite your friends to do things that don't revolve around booze and don't feel guilty if in the beginning or ever you don't feel like going to spend five hours at the bar. To me, I just don't find that as entertaining anymore. I definitely require a little bit more stimulation to be entertained because let's face it, when you're not drinking, sitting in a bar for six hours doesn't really have the same appeal. So don't be afraid to adjust the types of activities that you're doing with your friends. And this is seriously going to make the whole sober socializing thing a whole lot easier. All right. Tip number seven is going to be to focus on other people. Whenever you're trying to socialize without alcohol, it is very common to be all in your head, worry about how awkward you feel, overanalyze everything that you're going to say, constantly be focused on what you're going to say next or how you're going to respond. Try to get into the habit of just focusing on the other person. Be engaged with what they have to say. Ask them questions. Be genuinely interested in what they have to say and what they have to bring to the table and what their opinions are. This is not only a courteous way that you'll make friends and develop human connections with people, but it also draws the attention away from you and it takes the pressure off of yourself. So I think that this tip can be really helpful whenever you're socializing. Focus on the other person. Be engaged ask them questions, and be interested in what people around you have to share. All right, the eighth and very last tip that I have for you today is going to be to give yourself permission to stay home. 
If you are not feeling up to socializing, that's okay. There are plenty of nights where I just don't have it in me to socialize and I maybe am tired and know that it's going to be hard for me to not drink if I go out and socialize and I'm just not feeling like connecting with people. Sometimes I just need to stay home and recharge and you're going to have nights where you feel that way too. Recognizing that you need to stay in and just recharge and take care of yourself and be alone is really important when you're on this journey of practicing sobriety or changing your relationship to alcohol. Understanding what you need in a given moment is going to be something that you get better at over time and recognizing that, hey, I just need to stay home and chill tonight and be by myself. That's going to be something that you really need to pay attention to because I can't tell you how many times in the past I've slipped up and drank whenever I didn't want to just because I was forcing myself to be in social situations that I didn't actually want to be in or I was over committing to social situations and committing to too many things in one weekend and not giving myself enough alone time and downtime. So if you need alone time and you need to stay home and you don't feel like socializing, give yourself permission. All right, guys, that's all that I have for this episode. I know that was a lot of information. So just to recap, we talked about having appropriate expectations whenever it comes to sober socializing. We talked about knowing ahead of time what you'll share with other people about not drinking, remembering that your drinking is not that big of a deal and that people aren't paying that much attention. We also went over accepting that your friends might change as you start to go on this journey of changing your drinking and being okay with that. We touched on leaning into vulnerability in order to experience human connection. We went over choosing social activities that don't revolve around drinking, focusing on other people in social situations and being engaged in what they have to share. And lastly, giving yourself permission to stay home when you need to. Hope that you found this episode to be helpful. If you have any questions or want to connect, reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is at Sober Culture Podcast. And also, I want to extend the invite to join our online community with Sober Culture. This is a space for people that are trying to change their relationship to alcohol. You do not have to be sober to join. You do not have to know what your long-term goals with alcohol are. You just have to be looking to change your relationship to booze in a positive way. So if you're looking to connect with people that are also on this journey, if you're looking for support and resources, I would love to have you. You can join by going to soberculture.co slash join. Or if you reach out to me on Instagram, I can share the invite with you there. And I'll also leave the link in the show notes below. Okay, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this little bit of sober culture and I will catch you in the next episode.